Jason Robards in the body of Corey Feldman dresses and dances like Michael Jackson in order to impress a girl who's wearing a leotard, top hat, and tails. And that's like the eighth goofiest thing to happen in this movie. Jamie? Yeah. Let's go watch Dream a Little Dream and try not to lose our minds. Everybody and welcome to another uh, podcast episode of Good Times Great Movies. Welcome. If you're here, you know why. It's to listen to us talk about a movie <laughs> that is maybe good, maybe it's terrible, maybe not sure. Not sure. Nope. Here from it's definitely from the '80s, though. I'll tell you that. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it is because if mm-hmm. it wasn't, we wouldn't do it. But yeah, it's. It felt like they were really trying to make it from the 80s, but it was so on the precipice of the 90s. It was so. (laughs) It was so on the edge that it was like Michael Jackson reference. Like, he dressed like Michael Jackson in 89, which is way beyond inappropriate to dress like Michael Jackson at that time. (laughs) I remember being in like second or third grade. And kids had like the the red thriller jacket. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nobody passed like 89, elementary school. Yeah, right. Nobody but Corey Feldman dressed like. Well, they weren't I don't they know, buddies. Were Annie, they are you friends? okay? Like, Annie, are you okay? I don't that, know what it was. The soldier uniform, whichever one looked like a flashy kind of dancing. So bad. It, it, well, most of the outfits were bad, and the mullet. Like he had a mullet, didn't he? For the movie, Corey I don't Feldman. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. long, but then short. He had so bangs. It was his, so dirty. The big, thick strands yeah. of hair that curled in front of his and face. And how how did you like his voice in this one? Because I know you're kind of don't know how uh, to feel about his groggily. Because he no, brought it, it back felt, for this. Yeah, one. but it felt like this is his real voice. Like, okay, you know, because he's what now seventeen. 18 years old, so it felt appropriate to his age in this movie. Okay. It didn't feel annoying at any point to you? I don't... There was so much to be annoyed by. Oh, all right. He was... His voice was the least of my issues with this movie. Was it the orange hair? Haim's orange hair? Corey Haim looks like shit in this movie. I think this was his precipice before oh things got God. really bad for him. Like, <laughs> I could imagine him waking up one day and he looks in the mirror and like an evil parallel universe Corey comes through the mirror and murders him <laughs> and this is him for the rest of his life because Aww. he looks awful. It's, it's not his best look or I dare say his best no. work. I mean, I think it's pretty clear to say that between License to Drive and Dream oh, Little Dream, they discovered happened. the joys of crack cocaine. <laughs> yes. Is that well? That's what I want to say happened when they decided to even do some of these um, some of these scenes. Was they were like, let's just get them high and the see entire what these can do. 
the entire opening yeah, credit right. sequence. Oh, That's all yes. it is. Oh, it could, well, how confused were you? Okay, so first that is of all, just them. Best... That is just them getting totally wasted and, and talking just at each other, running the camera. Yeah, yes. just let's do this. Let's just record five mm-hmm. hours of nonsense, and we'll mm-hmm. cut it up into thirty seconds. Of put nonsense. some crazy jazz music behind you, right? The music in this movie is insane. <laughs> it's kind of like a giant mixtape. It's like they made a mixtape and then they were like, hey, let's make a movie for it. And then they put some jazz ensemble bit together from the beginning uh-huh. when they do this weird, like, so the first, like, part of the opening, not fully the credits, yeah. but part of the opening is where it's just them kind of, like, talking to each other? One's in his PJs, one's in his boxers, right? What are, what are they doing? Well, they're talking... No, they're just talking. They're just having a little sleepover, I guess. <laughs> and, and they're talking, but it... Everything that Feldman said in this scene... Uh-huh. First of all, I, I'm not sure if Corey Haim knew that there were cameras or anyone else in the room during this, because Can his... you... Now, now, wait, before we... Are they supposed to be cool kids in high school? So they're oh, not I don't nerds? Know. Well, they have the girls that are doing their homework for them. The and friend so... dynamic in this movie <laughs> yes, makes so no weird, sense. weird, right? Okay. <laughs> Why are they suddenly like, yeah. best friends with the guy that they seem to hate at the beginning of this movie? <laughs> <laughs> but he's like part of their group, right? And he's such a jerk. That guy is such a jerk. That guy should not be part of this group. This shouldn't even be a group. It should no. just be the two Corys alone, just well, loners, just sitting alone at the lunch table. That's what they should be. That's what I thought they would be. Right. But then they, like, have other friends. So, wait, because we still oh need my to talk God. a little it, bit more about this artsy doobie-doobie-doobie sure. uh, Well, opening. the first 20 minutes of this movie is just frenetic editing where yes. I it, it flashes – during the opening credit sequence, we know that this is a Corey movie because it's just the two of them <laughs> in a room. And for a minute, I, I thought I was like, "Is this? Wait a minute, is this the intro to the the reality show about them?" Because it was too like, are they like I said, are they fucked up? What's happening? What about at the end? So there's this whole like montage where they talk kind of this nonsense mm-hmm. to each other. We do get the sense Feldman is into a girl. And Haim doesn't want him right. to talk about that girl. So we do get that. But, but it's the end of the world because Haim's like, he's going to murder you. Don't, yeah. He's going to kill me. And I'm like, well, why would he kill you? What? <laughs> We're liking this what girl. Is don't this? say her name. Don't even say her oh, name. Don't even say her name. This is not yeah. happening. And I was like, what universe what you, is this? Yeah. What are you guys place? getting so extreme for? And what did they complain too about having no money and no job? But they're still in high school. From the sound of things... Feldman is at Haim's house. Yes. From his description, it sounds like he comes from a broken home. Uh, well, Just literally, a because horrible home his where his mother even... broke his leg. No, right? no, no. Isn't his, that... That's Haim's mother broke that's his Haim's leg. That's Haim's mother. Okay. But okay. Feldman is talking to Haim like, "Well, at least you have a oh, mother." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I was thinking, this must be the worst situation when he gets home. No, it's kind of goofy. Yeah, they're a little but he's bit goofy. Got two parents, like yeah. He lives in a pretty nice house. Yeah. These are like weird suburban problems. Yeah. And the beginning of this movie, the stakes seem so high and out of control. <laughs> right. And at the end, they're crazy out of control again. Like murder is on the line. Yeah, there's a gun. But in between, head. it's the silliest bunch it's of nonsense. Silly. Well, what? so this. 
my favorite part about this back and forth montage is at the end when they look at each other because now they're together so it's split screen for a while between the two of them back and forth and then they look at each other and they they do that dog fight thing where he's like <laughs> dog fight oh right. i've never seen two people do that before is that a like who? they growl at each <laughs> other and please tell me that you were waiting for them to kiss because yes! i was <laughs> I was so waiting for that. Well, then they go to bed in like Bert and Ernie beds, right? Like they're like, yeah. like side by side twin beds. Uh-huh. Oh my god, it's the craziest <laughs> little. I was like, what is happening? But then the opening credits start, and it's Jason Robards, right, singing "Dream of a Little Dream." I guess people knew what this movie was going to be walking into it, mm. but if you had no idea what was happening, you just watched the two Corys just. High as kites. Yep, yep. Bickering and spouting nonsense gibberish, mm-hmm. which makes no sense. Mm-hmm. And now you get Jason Robards lip syncing uh-huh. the titular song, if you will. <laughs> yeah, you should. You should. First, is he singing to an empty theater and then suddenly it's full of people? That's right? how I took it. Yes, that's how I took it. Because he's, after all, it's just a dream. It's weird. Having? And he is top build a- in this movie. Well, he and can... he's barely in it. Everybody else in this movie is in it more than him. <laughs> Think well, he does do quite a performance—a meditative, yeah, uh, his tai chi or whatever. Yeah, he's his doing. tai chi. Yeah. There you go. So yeah, so then then we see this. We see him singing, and we have these. And I I was literally like, where are we? Where is this going next? Because I I hadn't seen this before. Have you seen this before? I watched this entire movie. First of all, almost two hours, folks. Just if yeah, it's watch way this, long. Buckle in, get ready. Yeah. So I'm watching this whole movie, going, this is insane. I've yeah. never seen anything like this before. Near the end. When the dude's in an alley and it, a gun's to his head, you I suddenly remember? went, oh, I've seen this movie. <laughs> like, Wait, I don't know. Ben? I don't know. Really? Nothing. 97% of this movie seemed unfamiliar to me. I don't know if I just saw that scene, but yeah, I, I remembered that. I knew what happened after that. I knew you the did? rest of the movie. Yeah. I mean, I know there was only like 10 minutes left, but still. Yeah, exactly. Easily forgettable, I guess. I get, yeah, because I... I kind of thought that maybe I had seen it when we talked about doing it. But then when I watched it, I was like, I definitely have never seen this movie. And it is just – okay, so Jason Robards, this is a dream. Well, him singing is a dream. Right, him singing. Um, because he's like a dream researcher? Yeah. It's never made clear – if he has any credentials to do this research or what this research is. Like there is – it's not Frankenstein with big machines and sparks no. and everything. No, it it's a chalkboard, chalkboard <laughs> with random room. quotes. And yeah. he does Tai Chi in a bathrobe. Yep. And he's unlocked the secrets to, at one point he says, if I can unlock these secrets, I will live forever. <laughs> yeah. What? It yeah. It's life-changing what he's doing. And he lives in a duplex, kind of, right? Where his best friend lives below him and he lives upstairs. Does he live below him? Or is that their whole house? Because every time they're in dreamland, they're on the bottom level. Yeah, that's and it true. it appears to be his house. But he does the Tai Chi upstairs on the balcony, right? Or uh, then yeah. he does do it in the front yard when he does it with his with Gina. But it is. It's all quick cuts because it's mm-hmm. like... 
it's it's old people. It's back to the quarries getting ready yes. for school with oh a my ton god of with the moose. moose. <laughs> And they're just ripping their pants and ripping. I remember when that was cool to like rip up your clothes, I guess. I love how they're cutting their jeans as though I guess they just bought those jeans yesterday. So I they, guess. They haven't yeah. cut them yet. Well, they're getting ready. They're fashionistas. I like the earring choices when he picks out his dangly earrings. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It's Go back ahead. and forth and back and forth. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. Jason Robards and who plays his wife in this? Piper Laurie. Oh, yeah. Their dialogue at the beginning of this, it sounds like Jason Robards recorded it in his bathroom. (laughs) It's all echoey and weird. He wakes up from this dream Mm -hmm. and a bunch of high school kids are traipsing through his yard because we never see a wide shot of their lawn. And I loved it. At the very end, we finally get like this really wide shot. And you Mm -hmm. see that the whole yard is... (laughs) fenced in except for the back and the front like Uh the two sides have fencing so these kids i guess every day the feldman's and random girls and then another dude who has one line and then you never see him again in the movie Uh they walk through his yard and kick his flowers every day right pretty rude pretty rude and he comes out and argues with them and it is the most nonsensical conversation in a movie full of in a movie where we just saw the two Corys talk about nothing yeah this continues this is to the make no weirdest. sense yeah well he talks in kind of quotes right like jason robarts just kind of philosophizes most of the time he's either you know he's just always quoting and then he says what it's from and 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 that kind of thing When he sets off the sprinkler, Sprinklers, the tide. It sprays the kids and they run, but then one of them Not unhooks Feldman. it, sprays it's it back. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Harry Dean Stanton, who, again, I didn't know who was in this movie. And when he showed up as Jason Robard's best friend, um, <clears> he's, <throat> he's quite charming. Like, yeah. later there's a scene with he and Corey Feldman walking down the street and uh-huh. it's really good. Like, it's a nice back and forth between the two. Like, mm-hmm. it's the best mm-hmm. acted part of this movie. Mm-hmm. It's a really long shot, too, because there's no cuts. They just walk and they talk. And they're talking. And it's great. And, yeah, and then he shows up and he's kissing Jason Robard's wife. And I was like, is she having an affair with this guy? Like, <laughs> I, really, I thought that that's what was going to be happening. No. Oh, right, right. No, it's not that kind of spice. But we're still, like... It still keeps cutting back because it cuts to all of their days. Yes. Like the quickly. old people go mm-hmm. out to breakfast on mm-hmm. like a at like this... a balcony restaurant. Yeah, on like a balcony. <laughs> yeah, it's like just sticking out of this window. Um, they too, like everybody's conversation, even at that restaurant, when the waitress comes over, she clearly knows them because this is like their go-to place. And she says something to them like, I can't take this between my knees any longer. But in reference to what, I don't know. Like, their whole conversations are all janky and weird. And it's like, all like these inside jokes that I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm yes. not privy to this information. Mm-hmm. And then at one point, he orders something, and she laughs like what he ordered was a joke. And I'm like, I don't yeah. get this. <laughs> I, I don't, don't know either. what's happening. Yeah, he orders some kind of butternut squash or something. Or And in this whole thing, cut, 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 mm-hmm. there is a... And I I wondered if it was a mistake or something. There's a cut which does not even last two seconds 
mm-hmm. to the main girl in a leotard. Like, she doesn't even oh, turn yeah. around. Yeah, it's she's just, just dancing. Oh, wait. Just, who's this random person? Oh, wait. Done. No line delivered. You're not even, no. you don't even know where this is taking place. And you place. haven't been introduced to her. <laughs> Half of me thought, oh, maybe this is the girl they're talking about. Because it's just, she's in a big giant gym and she's just dancing in a leotard. They do make mention to like, she's the hottest girl in a leotard. And I was like, when is that ever a comment that somebody picked I don't up? know. Yeah, but when oh we're introduced God. to her just randomly dancing in these cut up scenes, you're like, what is happening? Oh, well, yeah. and then I didn't know for sure that in the beginning, I wasn't sure that Grace, I guess that's his wife's, not Grace, Gina, that's Gina. his wife's name. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't know they were married because it seemed like they were kind of dating and she wasn't into him. Did you catch that vibe at all? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty sure she seemed like she wasn't into him and they were dating. <laughs> and, and But that's the thing is I think – that she's supposed to be really put off by his research, right? By like his meditation, all yeah. this time, and people say this, mm-hmm. but you don't get any sense of that. Like, well, his research is basically him doing all this meditation, like, yeah, and, and then napping, I guess. Yeah, and then, and then remembering, remembering his, his dreams, yes. right? And then he's like, oh, "I had this great dream." She's like, "Oh, you and your dreams. It's always uh-huh. a dream." And, <laughs> But then he does convince her to dream with her, right? right Isn't that right. what they do? When they are in the smallest bed. Did you notice how tiny their <laughs> yeah. bed is? It's yeah. like they're sharing a twin they're bed. They're in the Corys. They're in people. one of the Corys uh, twin beds. It's so uh, adorable and weird. Yes. But yeah, it is just and, – and at this point, probably 15 minutes have gone by in this movie. I don't know what's happening. No. I I don't. We've just seen flashes of random people and characters, uh-huh. and each of them are so different. And clearly, somehow their lives all intermingle. Yeah. Like, but they're when I yeah. when I got to this point in the movie, I was so angry because I saw that it was a two-hour movie, and I was <laughs> like, if this goes on like this for two hours, I'm going to lose my mind. But luckily, it becomes a quote-unquote more normal movie uh-huh. with uh-huh. scenes lasting more than five seconds after right, this. Right, but right. it is and a long time of just these cuts. Yeah, just these weird cuts. And yeah. and like like you said, just people talking random gibberish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You kind of think maybe this is going to make sense and then you, like you said, you kind of get angry. No. Like, but what if it doesn't? No. So and- the... the- Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say in my notes, I thought that I was at the end of this, but it isn't the end because after they go to bed together, mm-hmm. the the old people, yeah. the next day, like, it's a handsome cab ride. It's a walk at sunset. Oh, yeah. All yeah, of this interspersed with girls uh-huh. dancing in a leotard. Uh-huh. These random punks in leather jackets yeah. harassing some dude named Joel. I was like, what is going on? Can we talk about Joel? Joel wears this bright blue, like, fringed out leather jacket, and he's supposed to be this dick of a tough guy, but I can't take him seriously when he's like, and I've seen that guy before. I know he's been in a bunch of 80s stuff. He was in a a Lifetime movie that I remember, made-for-TV movie. He doesn't look like the tough guy that he plays. No, no. But you're right, because later on in the movie... (laughs) (laughs) He says to Feldman, he's like, I'm every girl's type. And I'm looking at him in that blue fringe jacket. 
I couldn't take my eyes off that no. thing. It was great. <laughs> I know. I know. But these punks are so... I don't know. Everything in this movie seems so stereotypical, but then not in a weird mm-hmm. way. Because in every other movie, the way Corey Feldman and Corey Haim look act and talk they should be social outcasts like yes and so you think that's what they are they should not have a crew of guys and especially not like this preppy joel guy yeah who's like dating the most beautiful or the girl looks the best in leotard like he should be part of their group i know and i didn't think he was at first then all of a sudden it was like they, halfway through this movie, they just wrote it. Like, they just changed it. And they're like, ah, he's maybe been best friends. friends with them yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're all At buddies. At one point, Feldman says something like, I even punched my best friend. I'm like, no, your best friend's Corey Haim. It's not yeah. Joel. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't give you, like, maybe if they gave you some background, like, all these kids grew up together. And that's why, right. they're, you know, that kind of friendship where, like, but you don't. Just, you just something. Yeah, it seems like mm. they are part of two different cliques. Yes. And then yes. suddenly they're not. Somehow, all of a sudden, they overlap and it all works out. Uh, yeah. Um, the yeah. music, like we said in this movie, is there's a whole montage now for the into Van Morrison song, Into the Mystic, right? Well, this mm-hmm. is when it... Are we, are we here now? When, yes. When he goes outside, he's kind of doing another... Or Jason Robarts. What's his character's name carter or something coleman 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 and he gets his wife to go out Mm -hmm. yes to do this like deep meditation thing that is just going to blow her mind and she's getting into it and then why are the quarries running is it because they're running away from joel no they're just running he's just (laughs) running literally he's just running he just starts running and then Corey Haim's running and then he says he yeah, it's he looks almost at the camera like he right doesn't he god that his character had a broken leg uh-huh. and he and- literally says why am i running i have a broken leg which i mm-hmm. assume the director should be like cut i get it all right let's do that scene again cuz you're not supposed to say that out loud but then <laughs> cut no he- no. Feldman just keeps running. He just no, he's just running. running through the, and he runs for a long time. It's not just like he runs up the block; he runs through the whole neighborhood. Right. And Corey Haim, well, can we talk for a minute about why his leg is broken and he walks with a cane? Oh yeah, through oh, this yeah. movie with, with his orange cane. hair. Oh my god! When I saw that cane, because it's not in every scene. When I saw that cane, no. I stopped it and I was like, "Does he have a fucking cane?" I had to rewind <laughs> and be like, "Why does he have a cane?" But his mom. His mom broke his leg, right? His mom <laughs> but ran, she ran over it over. Mm-hmm. We never meet his parents, do we? We no. never meet Haim's parents. We meet so many parents in this movie, and they're all amazing. <laughs> this is true, because her mom is fucking hilarious. Her mom is great. And her mom's boyfriend, her mom's boyfriend at first, I was like, is that Sonny Bono? Is Sonny Bono in this movie? <laughs> Later on, it's not. It's just a Sonny Bono mustache. But that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, go All ahead. Right. So, so they, <clears throat> Corey's running. She. So at the same time that that Coleman is doing his right. meditation with his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the La- Layla? Lainey. Lainey. Well, so Lainey and uh, Joel are making out and he goes to do a little more and it's it's weird how they kind of again we're doing this back and forth thing and the same things that Gina is saying Lainey mm-hmm. is saying and vice versa and they're trying to meditate the other guy's trying to hook up 
So she runs off. She's she gets she on her bike. Does. She gets yeah, on her she, bike. She gets on her bike and takes mm-hmm. off because she doesn't. She doesn't want to do it with Joel, and Joel's being a little aggressive and pushy. And so, and then we just have a long scene with her it riding takes, her bike. It takes forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's meditation, running, bike, meditation, running. <laughs> I think I started laughing. To the whole song. It's to the whole um, Van Morrison song, yeah. Into the Mystic, which is a great song. But it goes, you're just like, you're kind of ruining this song for me with your running i was like um, i get it something's gonna happen i get mm-hmm. it i understand like i even i was like i've never seen this i know what's gonna happen like they're all gonna collide or something right. something's stop. gonna be. can you just, just make it stop happen yeah. and yeah. oh um you know who laney is don't you who is she she looks so familiar jamie she is a person that you've talked about on this podcast several times. Normally I cut it out because you just go on and on about <laughs> Natty Gann over and oh, over. Oh, yeah, again. that's why she looked familiar. Yep. But she's so grown up now. She grew up this in the all the right places. This is Natty Gann. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I kept saying, why does she look so familiar? But see, she wasn't a slut in Natty Gann. Not that she's a slut in uh, movie, She was like but... an eight-year-old girl, yeah. girl in that movie. What? <laughs> Usually I cut it out because you talk too much about it. I love the journey in Natty Gann, okay? It's a beautiful, heartfelt film. That's Her face did look so familiar, but I was like, she was probably somebody in an 80s movie. She, oh, that's rotten that I didn't She was somebody out. in at least two 80s movies. <laughs> she was a tomboy in that movie. That's why I didn't. She was definitely not in a leotard when she was on her journey. She wasn't in a that. top hat and tails. <laughs> In Natty Can. <laughs> oh my god. This movie. This crazy movie. Well, well, so now it happens, right? The bike crashes and the uh, she crashes into him. For the rest of the movie, now we have to deal with Corey Feldman wearing a dumb band-aid on his forehead. <laughs> in every scene, he rips off a bandage. And in the next scene, he has another one on. It's huge. It's just this every, like... Yeah, every time he gets intense and starts talking, he has to tear it off for no reason. <laughs> and we have to look at his gross head cut. But yeah, they collide. And I don't know, they appear to be dead. But they crash in the backyard, like where they cut through yep. Jason Robard's house. Mm-hmm. And I guess they're doing Tai Chi in the backyard oh, too? Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. they had to go outside and do it. But Maybe we never see them all together, which I thought no. was weird. No, right. So now we have the classic switch. We have oh, the, I... the the classic '80s trope of an old man switching with a young man, a dad yeah. switching with his son, mm-hmm. a grandfather switching with his brother. I don't know, but there were a lot of these movies. Yeah, these happened a lot. Yeah. So Corey Feldman wakes up and he's at home. And, oh, we did not talk about the fact that (laughs) Corey Haim's name is Dinger. 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 Yes. In this movie. Dinger. And as you said earlier, he has orange hair, Mm -hmm. which I didn't think he had orange hair in the opening credits. No, not when they're doing their back and forth stuff. But now he does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he wakes up. His parents are there. And it's the three, the three heads are in his face. It's Dinger's head, his parents who are goofy. Who are his parents again? She's from Saturday Night Live, wasn't oh. she? She's got glasses and she wears she's curlers so in her great hair. In this movie. She's uh-huh. She is pretty funny. Uh-huh. For the entire movie. And his dad, who's um, 
what's his name? He's the guy from The Godfather. He's getting a massage and gets shot right through his glasses mm-hmm. into his mm-hmm. eye. Uh, he's also the guy who makes the itchy and scratchy cartoons in The Simpsons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But his dad in this movie, every time you see him, he's eating. Did you know that? <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That is true. He has cookies and milk at the beginning. He has a bowl of cereal <laughs> several times. So this is what he does. He does. So the, they, too, the parents are very mumbly to each other. Mm-hmm. and Right? They always mm-hmm. go, tell him we said this. Tell him I said this to each other. And they talk nonsense. Like when... They can't, so they're all in his face trying to, you know, wake him up, and he clearly has amnesia, doesn't know who he is, and the mom is super worried. Victoria and Jackson I, is the Victoria mom. Jackson, yes. there you go. And they decide to, uh, I think they decide to just let him rest because he, he's he's in just a bad way. And the dad yeah. has a fit when he's like, no milk, no cookies, no right. things, when he gets all upset. Do you remember that? Yeah, I think the cookies got knocked out of his hand, and he's yeah. very upset about <laughs> Losing the cookies. It's very weird. <laughs> it's very weird. Because you're right. Feldman wakes up. He is Jason Robards in the body in of In mind. Feldman. Right. Exactly. And he, like, looks in the mirror and he's like, oh, no, I'm that kid or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Not this guy. Yeah. He goes back to his home. He knocks on the door or whatever. Tries to break mm-hmm. in or something. Can't get in. I- I'm I'm so confused about that house. In yeah. both Dreamland uh-huh. and reality, not to spoil anything, but I really want to understand something. Yes, <laughs> go ahead. So Jason Robards mm-hmm. jumped into the body of Corey Feldman, right? And his wife jumped into the body of Lainey, right? Mm-hmm. But where is? But where's Jason Robards' body and his wife's body? Do they just – did they just disappear? Well, it's weird because, um, like, when he's peeking into the dream world at times, Gina is packing up belongings. It's as if right. Jason Robards' character has died, right? I So the body guess. is no more because it – But like, if Jason – but if it's like Jason Robards died, wouldn't it be like Gina has died too? Yeah, but – uh, you would think, you would think, but the Coleman is more aware because he's kind of the center of this whole meditation <laughs> he's been thing. Doing um, this research yes. for God knows how long. So he knows that he's in Corey's body. Where remember, she doesn't seem to really realize. She just knows she's forgetting some dance moves, and she's suddenly attracted to Corey Feldman. This movie, and oh my god! She doesn't really know that she's Gina. She doesn't remember her locker combination at one point, like. She's just having forgetful moments where he clearly knows that he is not himself. And that's fine. And 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 again, I can accept that, but where did they go? Like we'd never like even Harry Dean Stanton doesn't say anything like, "Oh, I haven't seen my friend and his wife in right, right. quite a now, while." Well, the wife is I guess still or maybe they're meditating in a room together and Reality? I don't, I don't know. I don't know because you're right. In so in the dream world. Oh God, the dream we go world. to the dream world. Oh, we go to the dream world. No, no, no dream world. Okay. Where apparently the house has been toilet papered. Why has the house been <laughs> toilet papered in a dream world? What to let you to let you know that it's. That it's not reality. <laughs> the blue filter isn't enough, and the constant echo. And the weird echo. When, yeah. When Corey Feldman talks. We get introduced to this dream world, and it's in there that 
that we find that Corey Feldman is what is his name? His character's name? I can't keep calling him. Oh, I don't know. I called him Feldman and Haim all throughout. I think it's it Bobby. I want to say Bobby. It's Bobby. Yeah, it's probably Bobby. That sounds right. Bobby wants to stay in this dream world. He doesn't mind staying. He there. loves it. It's so much better than his life, which yeah. is so chaotic. So He's in horrible. love with his best friend's girlfriend. He's failing high school, and his parents are weird. But I want. Now listen, there was a sequel made to this movie, which there is was? mind-boggling. Yeah, there was. Six are they, are they in it? Years late. Oh, they're both in it. Oh my god! I don't think anyone else returned. No, they shouldn't. Have. But I wanted the sequel to be him getting into like Harvard or something, and just have <laughs> no idea what the hell's going on because he is a terrible student. Well, he and Jason does. Robards got him into an Ivy League school. That's because what I he want. takes the SATs for him. I love that. He the whole other thing is this: they're going to take the SATs mm-hmm. on that Saturday, right? Everything. There's a dance. There's SATs. Yeah, it's such a busy weekend. Down. Such a time to body snatch. You're right. Dream world, and we go there from time to time. Yes, to kind of catch up. Almost. Yeah, Dream World is the backyard of Jason Robards' house, mm-hmm. where Jason Robards is Corey Feldman. So when Corey Feldman gets beat up in the movie, like yeah, Jason Robards Jason has a Robards cut, has it. Mm-hmm. and it's just Feldman yip yapping and bebopping mm-hmm. all over the place and just mm-hmm. loving life. Mm-hmm. But they can't get into the house. But when they look through the windows, mm-hmm. Robard sees Gina packing up the house. And later she's packing up the house with Lainey. Yeah. 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 Helping her out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's when Lainey dreams. Right. 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 Yeah. So that's <laughs> that's the dream world. Mm-hmm. Very trippy. And we go Very there. Trippy. Anytime Corey Feldman goes to sleep. Yes. We go to Dream World for a little mm-hmm. while. But there are other things that go on in Dream World, too, like where Feldman's like, this is your last day. If you don't do it today, yeah. I'm you're, I'm going to be here forever. You'll be me forever. And uh-huh. your wife, I don't know, moved She's away. She's going to be gone. <laughs> I don't you know. You have to find Gina. That's what he tells her is you have to find Gina. And later, He's- not to ruin the end of the movie, but he goes, remember all the stuff I said? It was all bullshit. Yes! I'm like, What? <laughs> So nothing meant anything? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. This movie was crazy. <laughs> oh, the next scene's pretty fun. Yeah. Jason Robards decides yeah. that he now has to be Corey Feldman. Right. And he has to get dressed for school. Right. He's stuck being Corey Feldman. Right. So he is, it is a great montage of him trying yes. on bad clothing from the 80s. Yes. And, every like, every other shirt, he's like, what is he... What does he wear? What is he doing? And brushing his hair and mm-hmm. right? Doesn't he brush? I, tries to. He like, tries. He hair. pulls it back yeah. into like a ponytail and stuff. Uh-huh. I do like when he lifts up his shirt and he's like, "At least he has a great body." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> it is funny to watch. So now, uh, obviously, we're watching uh, Feldman act like Robarts. Uh, right, for about kinda, oh, 10 like minutes in this movie. Yeah, it doesn't... No. He he walks down to his parents, who he now calls Gus and Mom, and he's mm-hmm. very weird with them, and they're very <laughs> weird together. They're pretty fun every time they're on screen. Is this when she burns the toast or yep, burns something yep. catches on fire? Oh, and he's so great with it. He's like, no, 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 That's uh, I like it that way. That, that's okay. Don't worry about it. It's all right. It's okay. I like it that way. I'll eat that. It's all right. Fine. And yeah, you're right. Feldman's like, oh, you guys eat this stuff? And I do love it. I was like, what's your name? It's like, yes. He's like, all right, Gus, what's your name? And she just goes, Mom. 
<laughs> Which then I was like, oh, maybe Gus isn't his real dad. Nope, it's his real dad. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's his dad. No, but he's kind of a fumbly dumb dumb but real right. dad. He like mm-hmm. doesn't really know how to like how did these two have a kid? They're not mean or jerks or anything. They're just very goofy. They seem um, like they would have ended up together though, because they seem yeah, as yeah. goofy. I want to know what they do for a living. Because I want more of them in this movie is what I want. I've missed more of the mm-hmm. parents' interaction. That's what, I, that's what the sequel should have been. They switch places <laughs> and just have to go about their day. Oh, now we get treated to another montage, another full almost like music video for R.E.M.'s End of the World, right? Oh, yeah. Because it, Jason Robards or, or it, he goes to school. Coleman goes to school. Um and experiences high school mm-hmm. in the 80s. And it's they're like animals. a comically movie high school. Yes. Papers flying in the air. It's chaos uh-huh. in this high uh-huh. school. It's just madness. People are fighting in the halls. Mm-hmm. So he pushed, he gets himself into a bathroom to kind of rub water on his face. It's so intense. <laughs> sure, why not? And now these bullies, these horrible bullies come that have beef with him for I don't know why. I don't right? know why either. These these punks and literally one of the guys leather jacket says the word punk on it (laughs) they want to kill everyone Mm -hmm, they want to mm -hmm. kill feldman haim and joel for reasons that are totally Mm -hmm. unknown no yeah we don't know why except maybe because they're they're punks because they're jerks and but then that's when we that's when we then find out because it's um it's joel in his fringe jacket that defends Bobby, mm-hmm. right, from these bullies. That's when we first right. find out that Joel and Bobby are actually kind of friends. Because before this, we didn't, we just, I, at least I thought that it was that Bobby Feldman was after Joel's girl. And so why would they be friends? But now he's getting bullied by this group. So it's it's Joel that's defending Bobby. Yeah. Again, They're it's friends. like Bobby was, see, I thought... Weird. It's like Bobby was supposed to be the villain of this movie. Right. But then and they then added what, another layer. For whatever reason, they decided not to make him the villain. And it's easy enough to make him the villain because at the end of the movie, he's kind of the villain. He's a real jerk. He's a real jerk in this whole movie. Even now when he defends him, he's still being mean to those other... Yeah, he's just a jerky kind of guy. This does bring... a. Uh, our intent now that it brings Bobby together with Laney. Oh yeah, right? yeah, because Joel says mm-hmm. that he has to go apologize for running into Laney when yeah. she hit him with the bike. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. Yes. Which is a weird And yeah. I I do love how Feldman as Jason Robards jumps to the conclusion that Laney that is, is clearly Gina. Piper Laurie. <laughs> Like, he just well, goes he, up and he's like, hey, he how knows- you doing? Like, we're totally teenagers now. It's amazing. And she's like, whoa, 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 dude. You're a You're weirdo. You're too intense. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, keep in mind now, this is Jason Robarts' first day kind of at school with right. this new mission. He just kind of came out of this dream land where he sure. was told, your mission is to find <laughs> Gina. He walks into the high school. He's like, this is a mess. But now this guy in this blue suede jacket is telling him you need to go talk to this girl and he's like and it's the girl you bumped into he's like yeah this makes sense this must this is gina and so he just is like you're you gina oh yeah it's great then he asks another girl who does homework for Corey haim apparently there's some or does he do she does i thought she does homework for feldman for feldman yeah well so even though laney is sort of freaked out by her interaction like 
because Bobby accused her of being Gina or whatever. <laughs> of being there an is... old woman whose yeah. lawn they walked through all the time. <laughs> <laughs> she does have, a, this is where you realize that she does kind of know something. She can't remember her locker combination. Right. right. This is when she mm-hmm. can't remember her can't locker remember combination. Locker combination. Mm-hmm. And her friend, I want to do an entire side po- podcast about the girl who wears the sailor hat and dresses <laughs> like <a> sailor. <laughs> I don't know. Who's that? I I did write that down. I was like, three girls, including one in a sailor suit? For as insane as Feldman and Haim look in this movie, her costume upstairs. With a hat and everything. She's got a sailor's hat, a little sailor shirt with like a skirt Mm -hmm. on. It was Mm -hmm. great. And they show her several times. Yeah, she's part of, I guess, because they're the dude click and those are the girl click. There's so much dialogue in this movie that is ADR just no. recorded after the fact. Oh, that yeah. It switches wildly between the two that I was like, is this mm-hmm. an artistic choice? Because yeah. characters' voices sound completely different <laughs> line by line, not even scene to scene. Scene by scene, yes. It's like the moment a character turns their back, they're like, oh, good, we can get this dude in a recording <laughs> booth. It, it happens so much in this school. It's crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And Feldman walks around in, or sorry, Haim walks around in a, like a Vietnam vet jacket, too. Yeah. yeah. With his yes. orange yeah. hair and cape. And he's, and he's limping, right. It's a very weird look for him. See, are they the cool kids or are they the losers? It's they're the losers. Know. I'm positive they're the losers. All right. All right. But they have girls that are into them. I know. I don't get right? it. I don't get it. And the one cool guy, like, Lainey's boyfriend seems like a jerk, but at the same time, he's in, I don't know. How do girls resist that? I have a feeling that no one who made this movie went to high school. (laughs) That's all I can come up with. (laughs) They don't know what the real experience Mm -mm. is. Oh, this is when he then goes to look for her again. Mm -hmm. Okay. He's obsessed. He knows what the deal is. mm Mm-hmm. So he goes to, and she is feeling a connection. She is kind of feeling some charisma with him, Mm -hmm. if you will, Um, some spark. But he goes to find her again after one of her dance classes where she's messing up the steps. Oh, she doesn't know what's going on. She's just wandering around. (laughs) (laughs) And now she didn't do much, but he comes to her to to talk, and she can't talk right now because she has to go shower. Mm -hmm. Um, So she's going to talk later. Right, but come to my house um, later. We'll talk about this. Right, right. Bobby talks to Dinger. Dinger warns him about Lainey. Don't, really don't mess with Lainey. Dinger is very... Dinger is afraid for his own safety throughout this movie, yeah. which I don't understand <laughs> at all. Well, he's already gotten a leg run over by his mother, so anything can happen to him from anybody else. I mean, you can't even trust your mother. How do you trust the people around you? And now it's weird because it's clear that they're they're tight, right? The two Corys are really tight, but right. when... Uh, Bobby is now Coleman in real life. He kind of is distancing himself you know, a bit. That's from... the thing that I kept coming back to was I was like, you know what? Jason Robards has no idea who this dude's best friend is. So I guess but... he thinks his best friend is this Joel guy. Like that's the only yeah, yeah. thing I could come to, <laughs> to, to make sense of what was happening in this movie. Right. Yeah, that's true. Like maybe he just assumed it. It's not in real life, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But so he goes to visit his friend, right? Harry Dean Stanton. 
his, yes. his elderly um, friend, right? Yes, which yes. I think is great because he's just he's just saying all sorts of nonsense to him, and at no point does Harry Dean Stanton like freak out or is Mm-mm. like get out of here, you weird, yeah, teenager. you weird kid. Yeah, <laughs> he does at one point say something along the lines of like. Are you pulling my leg, kid? What are you doing? Right. Like, but he uh, does. You know, did Coleman put you up to this? Or yeah, something exactly. like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. But he's totally, mm-hmm. I think he's just happy to have someone there to talk to. Yeah, he just misses the company because he doesn't have a significant other, right? Uh, who's that, does who's he? that woman that comes over? Is that like supposed to be his daughter? The woman who brings the dog over? Uh, yeah, the dog. I don't <laughs> who know. We never, again, we never wife. see again. We don't see. That's why. I'm not sure. The dog Smudge who, who yeah, will bite right. but only likes Coleman. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. even Feldman's mm-hmm. like, hey, Judy, what's up? And she's like, oh, well, how does this kid know my name? And Harry Dean Stanton's like, uh, I told him. Like, who is this woman? <laughs> <laughs> is it your neighbor? Is it your daughter? I, it's it's again. What is that living situation? Do his does he live downstairs and Coleman lives upstairs? Do they live all together? I don't. Do they know. just all like meditate? And I don't know. I don't know. But you're right. The dog doesn't like anybody except for Coleman, and it goes and yep. it jumps on Corey Feldman, and he's mm-hmm. hugging it, and and that's mm-hmm. when that's when Harry Dean Stanton is convinced. This kid is his friend, mm-hmm, and that his mm-hmm. weird Tai Chi dream mumbo jumbo actually worked. Yeah, and now he's in this, but they don't really get into details, right? Does he never tells his tells him like, so here's the thing: I have to find this girl, and it's got. He's just like, nope, this is me now, and no, this is how we'll hang, right? Yeah, it's never like a, a Doc and Marty, like Back to the Future no. thing where he's mm-hmm. like, I need help. You can help me with this or something. Right. No, it's just, hey, I'm that old this guy. This is this. This yeah. shit worked. It's amazing. <laughs> gotta go. See right. ya. Right. I got adventures to have. I'm a teenager now. And he never even, yeah, it's, it's again, so many, so much of this movie is just so strange and feels unfinished or I don't By know. so much of this movie, you mean all of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Pretty much. But now oh. we get to meet... Oh, lady's, lady's mother! <laughs> She's so great. She's a delightful alcoholic, isn't she? <laughs> She's always popping pills. <laughs> Drinking wine. They're mean, very mean to each other. They're very mean to each other. She is not happy but to But her be. mom, which I thought was really funny, several times in this movie, basically anytime we see her mom, she is totally invested in this Joel dude. Like, she yes, wants. Yes, she wants. They want them to get married. At one point, she says to Joel, like, I want you to be part of this family. This which family. I was like, these kids are in high school. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think they thought it like that. It seems wildly inappropriate. At times, Agreed. these characters seem like, or this movie was written for like 16-year-old kids, and other times it seems like they're 25, right? Yeah, like, because, well, yeah, I agree, because again, the way that they, he complains about his job and his life, you would think that he was having like a crisis in his 20s, like he had graduated college and couldn't get life together. Mm-hmm. And and so that's where, but they're still all in. That's kind of what I thought at the start of this movie. I'm like, oh, I guess these are just two losers who still live with their parents, can't get anything together. Nope, they're walking to high school the very first day. (laughs) He goes to get her to his house. Yeah, and they break into Coleman's house. 
Yes, and they eat tofu. Yeah, he is so happy to have tofu. He's like, oh, this is the greatest. Because he thinks people eat like like sloppy. Oh, they He's such ter- a health fanatic, oh, I God, guess. God, yeah, Jason Robards. Look at the physique on that guy. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so they break in. He tells her, oh, I'm watching uh, the old people's dog. <laughs> There's right, not right, a yeah. dog there. Yeah. <laughs> There's no dog. <laughs> And they wander around their house and just, Mm -hmm. like, he puts on a Frank Sinatra record. And I looked around. I looked around so much. And if somebody listening could find this information for me, I wanted Mm -hmm. to know what the budget of this movie was. Because the music budget alone must have been insane. Well, who the hell is Vestron Pictures? Did that later become something bigger? Well, my friend, (laughs) we have covered another Vestron movie. And it had to be a film about robots in a mall. (laughs) (laughs) That makes perfect sense. They have distributed some interesting films (laughs) when you put these two together because they are nothing alike, first of all. No, no. One was made for $1.50, and this one must have cost tens of millions of dollars. Yeah, and the Corys had to demand some money at this Mm -hmm. point, don't you think? Yeah. And Robarts was no, Robarts, like, you Harry didn't Dean throw Stan, him out of Piper bed. Laurie. These yeah. are names. Like, these are mm-hmm. these are actors. Doing a terrible, look. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. This is not cheap. <laughs> Natty Gann. Damn it. Natty, Natty Gann. <laughs> so they sort of kiss in the old people's house. Mm-hmm. She's a little mm-hmm. freaked out by this and just leaves. Uh, the yes. end. We're back in the dream world. This is when Feldman is wearing a... Tuxedo top. Everything on top is tuxedo, and he's wearing red shorts and And red sneakers, red high tops. Yes, and is this when there's the weird sheep in in the dream (laughs) sequence? I don't. Oh yeah, there is. People, if you have not seen this movie, I don't, I don't, I don't even know if I want to tell people to see this. But there's so many weird. Yes, at one point. Out of nowhere, a sheep appears in the dream world. <laughs> Jason Robard says, why is there a sheep here? Feldman's response, it's your dream. The sheep does not vanish. It stays there. No, nope, it stays Throughout right there. the rest of the scene mm-hmm. for no reason. Mm-hmm. So insane. <laughs> this is when Bobby, though, refuses to change out of right. the dream world. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to Loves it. it. Right? Loves yeah. it. He's he's got to do a lot of work and to get me out of here. But this is where Coleman says to Corey Feldman, he says, like, how about I make you a deal? If I fix all these problems oh, yeah. with Joel mm-hmm. and with the punks and I get mm-hmm. you Laney, like, will mm-hmm. you switch me back? And he kind of says <laughs> yes, as though Feldman's in charge of everything. <laughs> I'm so confused. He does. Yeah, it's, he gets a hot tip. In the dream world, don't forget, and I think this is why we never get to see them, unfortunately. In the dream world, um, Bobby also gives him the advice, like, you're totally messing up my look. You're not talking like me. You sound kind of douchey when you talk in these quotes. And you're dressing not right. You're not doing your hair right. I have these old videos, old home videos you need to watch. And we don't get to watch them. I wish we did. I so wanted to see them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because 
this is what changes. This is what maybe they weren't old home videos. They were just old Michael Jackson videos. I don't, I don't know, know because I was like, well, wait, <laughs> why is he watching videos that tells him to dress like Michael Jackson? And to say like he says really cool, like he kind of starts to overdo it. To everything's everybody. dude. Everything's yo. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and I wish that this had gone on for more than twenty seconds of this movie because it is. I know, kind but of it funny. doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Because he does. Is. He goes into school. He dresses like Michael Jackson, and he talks to everybody very awkwardly. He's got all these weird hand motions. <laughs> He's moving around. <laughs> Which I don't understand why he keeps doing this when he talks. Again, I wish we had seen these videos. I and know. He was was to it study like a lot of yo MTV raps? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Even if they just showed us like the covers or just like again, just like they did snidbits of everyone's day in the beginning. Did you just, just snidbits say of the video. Snidbits? I did <laughs> snidbits. <laughs> just yeah. a blending of snippets and tidbits. But yeah, I wish it would have had him like go home and he's got tapes of Michael Jackson and so he listens mm-hmm. to the music and and then he has like magazines or comics or, or something something anything mm-hmm. other than home videos which we never see which does not inform me as to why he's dressed like michael jackson why he's exactly but after this this is when she's dancing with the top <laughs> i don't think he takes it far enough this scene in this scene i mean like well he does lip sync i know but he's and... so close every time he's close to breaking out in full michael jackson he stops and I was like, just go yeah, for yeah. it. Just do it. Just <laughs> spin and throw your hat no, he and like, grab your crotch and just do it all, man. But he doesn't. And it makes me so no. mad. It's kind of a clumsy version of Michael Jackson's. And he's jumping through bleachers while he does it. He doesn't ever own it completely. He doesn't. But what I did kind of respect and enjoy. Okay. It is, <laughs> it is rarely, if ever, a Feldman double. All these moves are 100% Feldman. No, they're not that impressive. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. He's doing it. I mean, he's he he's doing it all. They're all him. There's never oh, like waist down shots in this. It's always you no. see his face no. and he's twirling all over the place. <laughs> and she, who is the dancer, mind uh-huh. you, she the whole time is just, she doesn't really ever dance. She nope. just sort of eggs him back mm-hmm, on, right? Mm-hmm. And like almost nodding in his direction, like, yeah, show me more, show me yeah, more, kinda, whatever. Kind of makes fun of him, mocks him, but really seems to be enjoying mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he, this is though what wins her over oh. to let him take her kind of on a date, yep, right? Yep. It's this dance that does it. Is this why you like this scene so much? Because this helps take it to the next level for them? I just, I'm surprised by the amount of Corey Feldman dancing I got in a movie. (laughs) Well, if you call it dancing, or if you call it just... It was him moving around set to music, so I call that dancing. Yeah, okay, call it dancing. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. But this is when he takes her... To an evening of the elderly dates? Is that what's going on? Yeah, it's basically Gina and Coleman's date right. that we saw earlier, right. where they go to that balcony restaurant. Uh-huh. She and orders they like go on a horse. squash or whatever. Oh, it's the thing that they laugh yeah, at the that thing he that they orders all the time. And I love how, the, how yeah. the, she asks if there's like a vegetarian place 
platter or something. And the waitress yeah. is even like, well, I just have the stuff that I keep for Coleman. I'm like, why would you say that to these teenagers? <laughs> they don't know who Coleman is. <laughs> You're Coleman, assuming right? that these kids know this elderly man. Right, right. Or, you know, Coleman's, it's Coleman's special, if you will. Right. Well, that's what she'll take. They go on the carriage ride. Oh, it's the so great. The carriage ride. Oh. Oh, they have some good laughs. It's, um, you know, and then then he breaks it to her. Right. He tells her who they are, that we're the old people. It is, he it is such <laughs> a an appropriate reaction by her because they have been having a great evening and he yeah. finally kisses her. They're on yeah, like a they're on beach top of a car. or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful Very beach. romantic. It, and they just kissed yeah. and he's like. We're the old people. And she's like, you are such a weirdo. Why are you ruining yeah. this right now? Yeah, she gets really angry at him. You're messing everything up. It makes when really, total sense because yes. that is a crazy thing to say to somebody. Yeah. But in one way, she could have assumed that it was more like we're like them because, you know, we're, we're in love like them. They have a great love. I, but, but he doesn't, he doesn't mean say it that. that way, clearly. <laughs> he yeah, literally no. says, and like, he, you know that old couple whose yard we walked through? We're them. Like, they're we're in them. Our That's us. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, you're so effing weird. <laughs> and she starts to run away where I don't know where they are that she's running again. But, um, and the, those bullies come, those punks. And um, this movie how they found turns from innocent goofiness into like yeah, seriously heavy yeah. stuff at this point. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They beat him up, right? They're, they take him They down. beat him up pretty badly. And then mm -hmm. consider raping her, right? Yeah, they do. But then they were like, she's not worth it. She's this is happening in this movie. <laughs> like, yeah. This yeah. Yeah. We get real. Shit gets real. Right. And even Joel, all of a sudden now Joel's never been a nice guy, but he gets he gets kind of worse and worse as the movie gets goes on, right? Right. This is when we see Joel, where are they? Where he he goes over and he yells at her and then he tells her, "Come here, kiss me." <laughs> right? Wait, Jamie, your husband doesn't do that? I do that all the time. <laughs> I'm like, "Get over here." I mean, it's the best way it really really, is. to get a That's kiss. Right, yes. He's such a jerk. He is He's such, such a, jerk. a jerk. Because you're right. His her mom kind of tells on her, right? Because doesn't oh, yeah, that show she was out on or, a date. Yeah, mm -hmm, that's right. Yeah, but this yeah. is after the fight and everything. She goes back home and mm -hmm. she's like, Joel, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Da 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 da. And he's flipping his right. lid. Yeah. And I guess does he know that Feldman's involved at this point, or does he just think it's some dude? I don't know. Okay. But this is right. also a scene where then Feldman goes home to his parents, which I love this scene. Oh, yeah, when he does the whole – it's kind of awesome. Yeah, he's just like, you're my he, parents. You don't even seem to care about – you don't even talk mm -hmm. to me. It's it's just – it's great because you know that it's uh, – what's his name? Coleman talking Coleman, to these right. parents who are younger than he is mm -hmm. and teaching mm -hmm. them how to raise this kid – and it does make sense to them. No, but he is, he must have been in, like you said, he's a researcher or an educator or something, something. like that. Yeah. He talks about the educational uh -huh. system. He tells the parents, like, you don't understand, like, my the educational system is failing. He just does this great little, like, monologue It is them. great. I'm trying so hard at school. Yeah, and I need your I need help your to help. get through You're just this. not yeah. there for me. And his parents are just uh -huh. dumbfounded, just sitting there staring. And they, but then they get it. They're like, all right. Yeah, okay, like, yeah. Okay. All right. We'll help you. Uh -huh. Okay. All right. 
then we have this weird montage to that terrible 80s it sounds like a hairband song between the two rooms oh god yeah sorry i didn't even write that down in my notes because it was so dumb oh so at the end of the evening feldman tells laney to remember your dream remember your dream tonight do one thing remember your dream which is impossible jamie tonight remember your dream and text it to me tomorrow all right i'll probably be staring at you packing up things nearly impossible to do in real life not difficult in this movie though (laughs) but yeah you're right we just get back and forth between their two rooms they can't Mm -hmm. sleep they're all over the place it's it's not good (laughs) their rooms are interesting his is covered in posters i i didn't get to see which ones they were but it's clearly covered in posters and she has this weird dragon like um chinese dragon hanging up asian flare <laughs> to her room and she's got like one of and those like, umbrellas what it, i don't even know what yes! they're called. and and like a kabuki mask on her wall it's yeah. really weird because we do find out that this is it. Like, tomorrow is the last yeah. day. That's when we have the, we go to Dream World once again, right? And we last get the, day. like, final, like... Yes. And there's a lot going on. There's a dance. And we start with the SATs, though. Yeah. Or as um, Dinger knows them, Saturday afternoon test. Right. Which... That's what he thinks. I felt like a... I felt... Jamie, can I tell you something? And I might cut this out if it yeah. makes me sound really stupid. When the teacher's up there and he's like... SATs, Scholastic Aptitude Test. I was like, oh, is that what that stands for? I didn't know. I you didn't know? No idea. I never. Did you think it was Saturday I never afternoon thought test? About what the SAT stood for? What did you get on your SAT? Uh, I didn't do great. I got. I clearly. You know I did well enough to get those. Did you break you the did. thousand? Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Jeez. But anyway. Um, Feldman kills it in the SATs. He does so well. Well, yeah, because he's an old educated scholar. He even corrects some of the wrong questions, which I thought was great. He tells the proctor or the teacher, whoever was in the room. No, 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 no. It's the teacher is proctoring. Oh, yeah. The only teacher we ever saw at the school is proctoring the SATs. Um, We do, however, get to see Corey Feldman in a pair of suspenders and Zeke Cavaricci pants. I was so happy that you took notice of this. He has suspenders. He has an Einstein T-shirt on also, which I Mm -hmm. thought was Mm -hmm. great. But, yeah, so they get into another scuffle with the punks. Yeah. Yeah, who just bother them for no good reason. There's really not a reason. And I really do love how all of our main players are taking the SATs at the same time. Like, it's there aren't a whole lot of people in that room, but the girl with the sailor hat's there, Joel's there, all the punks are there, Ham and Feldman and Lane. (laughs) Everybody who's important is taking this at the same time in that room. (laughs) Laney ends up meeting Feldman at the old folks' house. Yeah. He tells her, this is when he tells her, listen, we cannot go to sleep or we will be in these bodies forever. Mm -hmm. But that's great. Hey, there's a dance and all sorts of stuff to do, so we're not going to go to sleep. This is when I'm watching this movie. I check the time. There's a half hour left to this. I was losing my mind. Yeah, yeah. Because I swear I thought the movie was over. I was like, just do your Tai Chi. The end. Like, how? Why is this two hours long? Well, and then what we go to next. Oh. 
we really kind of go way off the right re- not way off because uh, all right so we do have a nice interaction when bobby um bobby's parents actually they talk to him and they have that they, again well, his dad so doesn't together though. he doesn't know the mom does but he does he is like nice to bobby through the mom he's like tell she <laughs> that's how they talk to him he tells the mom tell him i said when they're all sitting right there together and that's when he's i was like, like wouldn't this have made more sense to do that throughout the movie? Like, why suddenly can they not speak to one another? Like, it seemed so weird. Because they're just awkward and, and weird. and. But it would have been so nice. The first scene we see the dad, he's like, tell him, blah, 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 blah. Like, that would have been right, really right. nice. And that's the way to they kind interact. Of bring us- right. And then right. at the very end, he should talk to his son. Right. But no, we get that- this weird interaction for yeah. no reason Late um, in the movie. And then the parents eat cake together. They eat cake. <laughs> and he loves it. And He's then, like, this is hey, so good. They make, yeah, they make a weird, she's like, I know you like it crunchy. <laughs> He's just eating in every it's scene. It's weird. I love it's the parents weird. in this movie. Yeah. Love them. Me too. Love them. Me too. But now we have the dance, right? We've had our SATs. And now we have to go to the dance. <laughs> the celebratory Joel... SAT dance, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> The celebratory SAT. Joel is such a creep. Oh, he's what is a jerk. With this dude. Yeah, he's a jerk here at the dance. He um, he takes Lainey on the dance floor, and he wants to kind of like rape her on the dance floor, right? He wants to kind of take advantage of her there, and she wants none of it. And then, is it when does Bobby get in the middle of it? Because they do end up leaving together, right? They leave. Joel's always drinking, which I think is great. Oh it's yeah, a, he brings a flask. It's an amazing character it. trait. Early on in this movie, he opens his locker, takes a flask, and starts yeah. drinking. And several times in this movie, he just has a flask. But yeah. yeah, he he shoves it. He like does he hit her? Or does he just throw her down in the middle of the gym? I think he throws her down. I don't remember. Maybe he does hit her because they do say. Yeah, that. and that's when she and Feldman get up and leave, which I love mm-hmm. it. Like nobody at this dance is paying any attention to this either. Uh-uh. They are uh-uh. yelling, screaming, dropping f bombs all over the place. Yeah, he throws yeah. her down the ground. They're running out, and everybody in the background is just dancing and loving life. <laughs> yeah, they're still in their dance. Yeah, because these are the freaks. What are they doing? Being right. freaky. Uh-huh. That's what they do. Yeah. yeah. So I like this dynamic too because Feldman and Lainey run off. Leaving two people who we've never seen interact throughout this movie, Haim and Joel, together. This is when Haim does that thing where he talks to himself mm-hmm. in the car, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He talks to himself yeah, in the weird. car because he's waiting on Joel. And Joel comes out with oh, the boy. gun. Mm-hmm. Because he's going to take care of those punks once and for all. They're going to meet. Where are they meeting? Uh, hold on. They're meeting on the bridge. And literally, there's a sign that says the bridge. Why are they in an alley? Later on this movie, I'm like, what? He told him to meet him on the bridge. Why are they in an alley? <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Did you see the neon sign? <laughs> <laughs> I was so waiting for the end of this movie to take place on a bridge, like a climactic yeah. showdown on a bridge. No, yeah. it's just the mm-hmm. name of a place. It's the name of a place in an alley. That's all it is. So we finally meet Sonny Bono. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, and this is so, I felt so bad for Lainey at this moment in the movie. Because this is when her mom blames her 
for Joel yeah. harassing her and throwing her down. Well, because that's yeah, how awful she is. Yes, because again, the mom is messed up and the mom wants her to be with Joel and she's like really Joel just wants to whatever have sex with me and he hit me and all this stuff <laughs> right, yeah. she even well, says something like should I have just let him rape me in the middle of a dance and her mom's like yeah, well, the- yeah. <laughs> maybe it was your right. fault it's like holy right. shit because doesn't Lainey and Bobby they do the Tai Chi thing for a little while don't they, they try and do it and then they're interrupted they're interrupted by Haim and some other nondescript guy who's Joel's other friend Right, and, to tell them that Joel's going right. to bring the gun. And then this is when Lainey's right. parents come and Sonny Bono oh, grabs right. her and, and throws her in the car. And they're, right. And takes her <laughs> home. Right. Because Feldman's like, it's okay, let your parents take you. It'll be easier this way. Just yes, don't yes. go to sleep. Yes, just whatever you do, don't sleep. Right, right. because all the guys are going to go and stop Joel from murdering yes. punks. Right. <laughs> He's got a because he does. He goes to this bridge. To shoot someone. To kill someone. He has the leader of the punks on the ground with a gun to yeah. this guy's yeah. head. Mm-hmm. This like movie mm-hmm. gets real serious real yeah, fast. real fast. Well, it also gets a little sketchy. So uh, Sonny Bono and Lainey's mom take her home. And first the mom is like, you know, you yeah, you should just let him hit you and, and take advantage <laughs> of you. This. And then. She pours. First, I thought she was doing it for herself. She looks at her boyfriend. She breaks up a pill, yep. and he even is like, "What is that?" She puts it in the drink, and she like winks at him and right. is like, "Go bring it to my Let daughter." Go slip my daughter a Mickey. <laughs> Let's just put her out. What? <laughs> That's what? it. I love it. I love it. As though just drugging her is going to solve whatever they think the problem because- is. That way she doesn't try to sneak off again and meet up with this loser guy. She just sleeps and forgets about it and I, I guess, guess. I guess. It is I was like, wait, crazy. what is happening? But I love it because Lainey freaks out and she's like, I don't, you're, right. you shouldn't be dating my mom, you pig or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then he comes over to her with this wine glass on the steps and is like, Listen, I think you're right. I should get out of here. Why don't you help me finish this? As soon as it's gone, I'll take off. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, and she's like, I know. I'm sorry. I was such a brat. Right. Yep. Mm. Nope. But glug, glug, glug. And then sleepy time for Lady. Sleepy sleep. Sleepy sleep. The Corys and this other dude show up. And mm-hmm. it's a very intense moment where mm-hmm. Joel decides not to shoot this guy. At one point, he does turn the gun on Feldman. Yeah. As though killing yeah. him is going to yeah. solve the yeah. problem. But then Feldman again. Yeah, he like he spits spews. a bunch of old age wisdom yep. on these kids. Yep, yep. And I do love it. He's like, I'm going to go over to my car and I'm going to drink a beer. And if any of you assholes want to <laughs> join me, you can <laughs> Problem solved. The end. Yeah. That's it. And he does. He, he Then he goes up to the guy with the loaded gun and unloads the bullets right in front of him. Right. Yes. Yeah. He walks yes. up to the punk, mm-hmm. puts the gun to his head again, and then opens the gun and dumps out all the bullets. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I guess crisis averted. I don't know what's going to happen from here on out because Mm-mm. how do you forget that somebody put a gun to your head? That's crazy. Well, and you would think now, like, maybe he would have, like, Joel's. You got to put a little watch on Joel. Joel's going right? to get arrested, right? Like <laughs> yeah. this is 
Like, it's going to be easy for Felman to steal his girlfriend because he might be going to Juvie for a little while. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's he looking like he's. Yeah, he had a teenager on his knees in an alley with a gun to his yeah. head. He took it from there to there. And again, what did these punks do? He never really messed with Joel, no, right? They I beat up Corey Felman. <laughs> You just don't know what's going to set him off. You just don't know. Oh, my God. Yeah, but you're right. Feldman arrives. Lady's asleep. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. He climbs up the side of the house. Right. He busts in through the window. His hand's all bloody. And it is terrifying because he's trying to wake her up, smearing blood all over her face. And when her mom comes into the room, her mom turns on the lights and and she grabs her daughter and she's like, oh, my God, what did he do to you? And it does look Mm -hmm. terrifying. Yeah, because there's blood all over her mouth. So Sonny Bono throws him out and he dejected, he walks back to Coleman's house. And then pretty quickly we find out that nothing that happened in this movie means anything. It means anything. It's all nothing. No, it was all like just a kidding, just a big dream. It was all just a big dream, I guess. Yeah. Literally, Jason Robards wakes up from a nap, I guess, because he's just in yeah. a chair. Yeah. <laughs> he took a little sleepy time nap in his office? Is that when all this... Uh-huh. But I'm... Okay. So, just to wrap it up real quick, whatever. Mm-hmm. Robards wakes up. He's himself. He goes downstairs. His wife is there. And she's like, I just wanted to let you sleep. Now I'm listening to the hip music that the kids listen to. <laughs> yeah, she, he's like, what makes you listen to this? Oh, no, I just felt like it. So, then... He goes outside to plant flowers or whatever. He's It's kind of like, yeah. I'm done with that dream nonsense. Now I know that living life isn't worth it or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. He goes outside to plant flowers. Harry Dean Stanton shows up, and they kind of exchange this look like, did that really happen? Right, it right, It really right. happened. You were that kid. So did it happen? <laughs> like, how does Harry Dean Stanton know that this happened if... If he was just taking a nap the whole time. I'm so confused by what well, be- actually happened in this movie. And like you said, where were these people when they were right. not there? Because then not only does Harry Dean Stanton, so then um, Lainey and Bobby come walking oh, through just the yard arm again. Arm in arm. Arm in arm. They're a happy couple. Mm-hmm. And doesn't he encourage them? Coleman encourages them to walk through the plants. Come through here anytime <laughs> you like, want. Yeah. Come on. And... It is a great exchange because he's like, hey, come on, cut through. No, I don't think so. No, it'd be great. You can do that anytime you want. I don't think so. No, please. Seriously, (laughs) cut through my yard. (laughs) No, we won't be doing that. The end. (laughs) Like, that is how this movie But then they exchange. They exchange knowing looks like, oh, uh we're uh old buddies. We're old friends. It is weird because then Lainey should have, like, looked at Gina like, Yep. And Gina would have been yeah, like, what yeah. is what? Did I? Yeah, exactly. Did that happen to me? I yeah. don't understand how time works. So this literally know. happened even though In all he did was take a nap and then wake up and it didn't happen? I think there were some heavy drugs involved. That's what I think we were well, not privy to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. That's what I don't know. I mean, clearly, don't forget first that. of all, clearly, our two stars were addicted to drugs throughout this movie, right? And throughout the filming, <laughs> yes. I don't think that anyone could doubt that based right. on fashion choices and prop choice. Like, why did he really need the the cane? I don't think he did. Um, I just 
He and probably couldn't stand on set. They're like, this dude is whacked out of his cord. He's going to fall down. He's going to fall down. He is so fucked up. Get him a cane. Well, now his hair's orange. I don't know what to do. We'll just he leave just it. He like- showed up like this. What are we going to do? We already shot other scenes during the opening. I can't deal with it. He's not even at the end of this movie. No. Feldman no. and Lady Joachim is nowhere to be seen. None. None. Oh, man. It's crazy. All right. So. Dream it. Dream a little dream it. Would you recommend it? I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't. I uh, don't know. Like, I probably wouldn't because I think I had fun watching this because I knew we were going to talk about how insane this was. Yeah, yeah. But there are just long stretches of things that I was so confused by and sometimes bored. I think it was more confusing than anything. And yeah. I probably wouldn't recommend it. Would you? Yeah, I wouldn't say that I would recommend it for enjoyment purposes. But if you want to watch, if you're uh, want to watch a Corey movie, if you know, if you're doing a talking about eighties, mm-hmm. if you're, <laughs> it's like when you when you recommend a book and it's like, well, it's not really a good book, but if you have to read it for a class, maybe like I guess it has its place in a recommendation, but I wouldn't recommend it for for pleasure. Here's what I would say: <laughs> I would say. If somehow, because it's really a terrible movie, it's, it is a ter- <laughs> right. No, let's just say that it is yeah. terrible. This really the acting too. Can we just say that? Like Robards does a decent job, but the acting he's is barely in awful. the movie, and he's not yeah. even good. Like he's not no. even good in this because he could care. It was uh, the acting was awful. It was choppy. The storyline right. was weird. It was. I would say it was not a good movie. Here's what I but would it say. was if say it. If this movie was a half hour shorter, I think yeah. I'd recommend it in a heartbeat. I agree. I'd be like, this is Because then insane. I'd be like, it's a... Like, this is... I agree. This is an example of two actors at their peak, which is weird. And what a strange peak. It is a what very a strange, strange peak, peak. Because yeah. we really liked Lost Boys. We weren't too mm-hmm. crazy about License to Drive, but it was still somewhat charming. Yeah. This one's off the rails. This is their drama? I, I don't think? know. No, this is like their trippy. I think they were trying to get artsy with this a little bit. Because, and, and I think it's important to say, after this, they're not doing anything worth no. anything. And and oh. and that's even assuming that this movie is worth anything, which it isn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. The, uh, it's so yeah. bad. It's so bad. And if it was yeah. just shorter, it would be like a good bad movie. But it's so long. I agree. It's so long. I know. I yeah, yeah. Do you have recommendations uh, based on it? Then? The only recommendation I have is another movie with the word "dream" in the title. Oh, and it's kind of cheating nice. because the word is "dreams," and it's a documentary called "Hoop Dreams" about oh, basketball. Yeah, 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 basketball. Yeah. And Jamie, I know you're a huge hoop head. You're always like March Love Madness. It. This. Shack attack that, but it really is a great <laughs> uh, documentary. It's long. I think it takes place over like four or five years with these two kids from um, Chicago that have these NBA aspirations, and they go to like the one kid has to travel hours to go to a high school just to mm. play basketball at a school where scouts will see him. 
And it's uh, it's sort of an indictment on the education system, like the inner city education system. Right. Um, but it's it's really interesting and uh, sports documentaries. Like I'll watch any of those Are thirty you? for thirty things on ESPN. I don't oh, know yeah? why. I'll just watch you them. You just like and to I know. Love them. You yes. just like the reality of uh-huh. it. That's, uh-huh. that's good. So it's a recommendation it's the based off of the word thing dream. From this movie. You- Oh, yeah, it's not similar at all. Now, what would you recommend? I've talked about the show Black Mirrors before, Uh but there's an episode in season three, I think it's the third or fourth episode, called San Junipero, Junipero, I think, and it's a really cool story, um, and I'm going to mess it up if I I try to talk about it um, and explain it, because these, if you've watched Black Mirrors, which you have, right, Uh the episodes are so trippy and it's so crazy that you're just like, ah... It's like a real world, and then there's like a subconscious world, and it's the town of this San Junipero, where these people, it's this, you find out later that it's, well, I don't want to give too much away, but these women that actually live like in a um, in a nursing home okay. are visiting this town and kind of reliving their youth in this town and making different are choices about their life. blue filters? <laughs> do, do they echo wish. every time they talk? Because there's no, if not, nope, see, it's a, I'm not on board nope, because no, that's I not a dreamland to me. Then you're right. You have to then echo. You are correct. <laughs> oh my god! All right, folks. Oh, thank you for listening. <laughs> we do have to apologize. I I do feel bad, and we did get people on Facebook and Twitter um, asking us if we're ever going to do the license to oh, drive yeah. we're not sorry i don't no it's just a lost yeah one. i don't have any interest in talking about that movie again no. uh so i'm gonna say no to that one but we're sorry we missed a week um or two weeks an episode whatever apologies yes. yeah these things happen and and and, and i gotta tell you at the end of this festival of hanakori or whatever we talk about it, ah! it it has come to an end and i will tell you I am never celebrating this holiday again. Oh, I really decided I don't like them. We were, I didn't like we them. We were totally fine with Lost Boys. The yeah. ghost of Corey Haim, I assume, destroyed my audio. I think that's what happened. And then we had to yeah. watch this turd. So I have never, yeah. ever celebrated this we're holiday again. We're not visiting Corey. No, I agree. I, yeah, I, I feel agree. bad. But anyway, two weeks. Up next. From now. Mm-hmm. Jamie, we are doing a crossover episode with a Another 80s movie podcast. If you thought we were the only one, you'd be wrong. There's a podcast called This Was Rad, and we'll talk more about them in our episode or or next time uh, we record. Um, They're doing the sequel to the movie that we're doing. We will be talking about Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Ah, yeah. And then the very next week after ours, they will be talking about Big Top Pee-wee. So... I love it. So That's our next episode. I haven't seen Large Marge in so many years. Oh, I can't I'm wait. excited about this one. I am I, very excited. I know. About we this talked one. about it not too long ago. We talked about how <laughs> <late> Mr. <laughs> T. Oh, oh, are you telling me that I'm not going to have to do the impressions for this episode? No, can I, I'll handle I can okay, do them. Okay, great. I great. can do them. Pee Wee and Bobcat Goldthwait. I can do very good impressions of. Really? Bobcat Goldthwait? Well, yeah, that's just like stammering and uncomfortableness. Yeah. yeah. Like, that is. <laughs> He is an upsetting man. We have to do more of his movies, by the way. Uh, by more of, you mean because I mean, we haven't I done mean, any. Hot to Trot. Do you know that movie? It might be my birthday pick. I know that movie. and I uh-huh. wait for Oh, your birthday pick is right around the corner. I know. I know. I think, and I think we do, I think we do Pee Wee, and then it's your okay. birthday pick. 
I think. I think there's one other. I think I'm going to do your birthday pick early. Oh, okay. okay. So that we can do a very special Valentine's episode. Oh, oh, Because right. last time we watched Scanners. <laughs> we watched Scanners last time, and that was an inappropriate choice. Yeah, that's me. not... We were both like... Point it out, point it out to you. Point it out by you going, do you know it's Valentine's Day? <laughs> Which I had no idea it was. <laughs> so that's it, everybody. We will see you in two weeks with Pee-wee's right. Big Adventure which should be a real treat. Yeah, I think so. Keep dreaming, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I study nuclear science. I love my classes. I got a crazy teacher. He wears dark glasses. Things are going great. And they're only getting better. I'm doing all right. Getting good grades. The future's so bright. I got a way. I like it here. It's, well, it's dreamy. If you catch my drift. <laughs>